Nedarim daf nun zayin. The last thing we were discussing: if a person vows not to enter a city, he can't be anywhere in the vicinity of the city, which is seventy and two thirds. But but he's he's allowed to be in the home within the two thousand amot. And we said if a person vows from a house. He is not allowed to be from the from the doorstop inwards, but he's allowed to be from the doorstop outwards, and it's totally different in the, in the case of the that sarat on the house, the beta menuga, that the coin is to be totally out of the house completely because of the pasuk says so. And with that, we're starting nun zayin abu First line by the Mishnah. A person said, "Konam perot elu alaf." A person vowed that these fruits I'm not going to eat. Konam hen alpi, konam hen lefi. They're prohibited on my mouth, on me. Really, that's what he means. Asur bechilufehen ubegidulehen. He's not allowed to eat uh, the, the, anything that was exchanged for those fruits. Meaning, if you sold the fruits, you made some money on it. That's also asur. Or if you traded that apple for an orange, now that orange becomes asur, and if you put it in the ground and it grew and the whole tree came out of it, all those apples became asur. However, if someone said, I'm not eating fruits, I'm not uh, tasting it, then then he is allowed to eat the, anything that was exchanged for it, and he's allowed to eat anything that grew as a result of it being planted. Because when he said, I'm not going to eat or taste, it sounded like he's talking about the fruit itself. And therefore, when it was exchanged or when it was planted and something else grew as a result, then it's not the same thing. When someone said that I'm not going to eat something and he's mutar in whatever grew, that's bidavashes that all kaleh. That's only something that once you pluck it off the tree or when you take it off the ground the, uh, the it's not uh, the actual uh, fruit is not going to grow anymore so let's say you took an apple you plucked it off the tree okay so now you're allowed to uh, if you took the seeds out and you plant it into the ground that apple itself is not not going to grow anymore However, but if it's something that the seed does not stop growing, so let's say an onion that you put back in the ground and the onion just uh, continues getting bigger and bigger, or garlic for that matter, even if whatever grew as a result of what grew, it's going to always be asur. The idea is it's uh, that original fruit is always there and that's why it's always asur. If a person vows that whatever his wife makes, he's, he's, he's not going to have any benefit from it. He's vowing it on his body. He's not, allowed, he's not allowed to have any benefit from anything that was exchanged for what she made and anything that grew as a result of what she made. If he said, Shani ochel, Shani to'em, mutar bechilufenu begidulehem. Then if he, if he said, I'm not going to eat it, I'm not going to taste it, then he's allowed anything that was exchanged, anything that grew as a result. And again, it's only, uh, whatever, it's only mutar if it's bedavash hezarokale, that the seed stops uh, growing once it uh, cuts or it gets cut off the tree. But if it's something that doesn't stop growing, like an onion, when you put it in, the onion keeps on getting bigger. Even what grew as a result of what grew is also asur, because it's always that same onion or same garlic that was originally asur. If a person told his wife, Whatever you make, I'm not eating until Pesach. 
cover myself until Pesach. If she did anything before Pesach, he's allowed to eat and cover himself with it after Pesach because he's only said until Pesach, but after it's allowed. Whatever you do until Pesach, I'm not going to eat. Whatever you're doing until Pesach, I'm not going to use to cover myself. If she did it before Pesach, he's not allowed to eat it or cover himself with it even after Pesach. He didn't set a time to when is it going to stop being prohibited. If a person said, A person told his wife, You're not going to have any benefit from me until Pesach. If you go to your parents' house until Sukkot, if she went to her parents' house before Pesach, she's not going to have benefit from her husband until Pesach. And if if she did go to her parents after Pesach, meaning between Pesach and Sukkot, then then retroactively, meaning from now, she's over on Baal on Isurim, going against the neder of things that she enjoyed from her husband before Pesach. However, if he told her, Sha'at nehenet li'ada hag, you're not allowed to have any benefit from me until Sukkot, imolechet ad lebet avich ad Pesach. If you go to your parents' house until Pesach, and then halcha lifnei Pesach, she went before Pesach, asura benato ada hag. Then she's not allowed to have any benefit from her husband until Sukkot, umutert lelecha hara Pesach, and she's allowed to go to her parents after Pesach. And the Gemara starts, Halmele ishto konam ha'aseh da'ech alai, and if a person vows that anything his wife does is going to be a sword to him, and we said if it's, a, it's something that the seed stops growing once it's been cut off, then he's allowed with whatever grew or whatever has been exchanged. And the and the Gemara starts, Yishmael ish kefar yama, Yishmael from a place called yama, and some say it was ish kefar de yama, here's the question. An onion that someone picked during a Shemitah year. Now, of course, you're allowed to eat it, but there's rules with the Shemitah year. You can only eat the vegetables up until a certain amount of time. Once there's no more of that kind in the field for the animals, then anything that you have of that in the house, you have to get rid of, you have to burn. So the question is as follows. Someone picked an onion on the Shemitah year. And then he planted, he replanted it on the Shemi, on the, the Shemini, the first year of the Shemitah cycle, means next year. And whatever grew, grew and grew more than the, the base, where it started from. And the question was as follows. Do we say whatever grew is mutar in the base, whatever it started with is asur? And since there's more of the whatever guru, more than the base, then and therefore, whatever is mutar negates whatever is asur, and you could have it, or maybe the name vatelet. And the Ran explains the same question is uh, whatever grew itself, is it part of what is asur, or is it mutar, meaning? Do we say in the same fruit, this part is muta and this part is asur? Or do we say it's all one big asur? So Atale came came in front of Rabbi Ami. So Ishmael Ishkfariyama came in front of Rabbi Ami, and Loava Bide he didn't have an answer to this question. So Atale came Rabbi Itzhak Nafha. So then he went from Rabbi Ami to Rabbi Itzhak Nafha. 
and Pashat Le Min Hada. So Rabbi Yitzhak Nafha gave him an answer from the following. If someone took an onion of Terumani planted it, and more grew than whatever started off with, so the base is very small, and then it just grew and grew and grew, mutar. It's not Teruma anymore, and the whole thing is stable, and you're allowed to eat it. And So now, Rabir Miyah, Rabir Zirika, told Rabir Zirika, told Shavik mor teren ve'avit kehad. You just dropped two who are oser, who prohibit, and you're going to pick one who is matir. And the Gemara says, man nin hu teren. What are the two that are oser? So number one is the Amar Abu Amar Abu Hanan. Yaldash sibecha bezkena. You have a tree under three years old that the it grafted, meaning it went into the ground and grafted and connected with the tree that's been around for more than three years. Uba perot and the the young tree, the one that's under the age of three years, it connect. It has fruits that are ola. And then it connected with the old one and it grew. And I thought, even though it, it grew 200 times more than what was when what it started off with, still, Asur, it's Orla, because the the Heter part does not negate the Asur part. And that's number one. Number two is, V'amar of Shmuel Barabai, Nahmani, Amar Bionatan, Batsal Shinta'o Bekerem. If someone planted the onion in a vineyard, and, which is now a sword because of Kilayim, and then someone took out the vineyard, still a sword. It's still a sword because the mutar part of the onion does not negate what became a sword in the meantime from the Kilayim. So then why are you going with that that onion of teruma that the Gidulim are mutar? Go with these two that are a sword. So Adar Atai came back like a medirbiyami. So again, he came back to Rabbi Ami. Upashit leimin hadan. Rabbi Ami gave him an answer from the following: Amar Bitzchak, Amar Biyohanan, litra betzalim shetikna. If a person had a whole bunch of onions and he took some, he gave their trumot, their masrot, and then he took that piece uzra'ah and he planted it. And now you have more onions that now have to, you have to give trumot and masrot in. Mitaseret lefi kula. You can give ma'aser based on everything that you have, meaning even the, the parts that were in the other pile before it was planted in. Bottom line is, alma otan gidulin mevatlin aikar. You see that whatever grew is mevatel the aikar. The aikar was planted in. That was patur already. You already gave trumot masrot on it. But when it grew, that negated what, are, what already is mutar. And now you have to use the same logic but opposite and if the majority is mutar you have to say the entire thing is mutar but the Gemara says no maybe Dilma lehumra shani maybe over there when we said it's mitaser everything or you put the ani that is mutar into the ground and everything grew maybe you're just trying to be mahmir but if it was a case of uh, leniency maybe we would not uh, be lenient now the Ran explains this is a stringency that could lead to a leniency because people might uh, give trumot and masrot from a patur pile on a, on a hayaf pile. And then the Ran explains it's not true because we're saying that the, that the part that was added becomes like the base. And, and we're saying it itself becomes an obligation also. And then the, there's the famous Rosh who says that every new part that grew 
has a little bit of the obligated part in it, and that's why everything becomes a sort of very interesting sugya over here. But we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Amen. Ve'amen.